Xenologic. England won, France too. And when you take a sit back on the way home, when you rub your eyes and when you wake up, when you look at it, when it's all said and done, you shouldn't be surprised that we lost to France in the core finals of the World Cup, thanks to your manager. You can mention Harry Kane, but be short-sighted to, to do so. You've got to look at it in two ways, actually. Based, based on your situation, it makes sense that we lost to France in the core finals in, in the World Cup. England and penalties, again, it's like water and oil. But at the same time... Had certain players even came with us to Qatar, if the tactics were different, England should beat France. France won't even add their best. I mean, even even throughout the game, you can tell France, even though they weren't at their best, there was a there was a, a, a groove to them. There was a confidence. They weren't really that phased. They had they had the possession as well, and they scored first because again, Southgate being pragmatic as hell, he he allowed. France to, uh, to to have that that freedom that, that that movement, then England scored off a penalty, then Jude, off Harry Maguire. Mm, Harry, I love it, man. That's the last time I've seen you on TV ever again. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Southgate. Get me. And then Harry Kane, and and it's peak because when we got the penalty, which took too fucking long for it to be given, it was a small penalty. Harry Kane, who took the the first penalty so well, and then for some reason, because again the 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 mentality ain't there, the focus ain't there. He got rattled. I know it's Lloris, your brethren, but why? The first penalty was so good, and then you miss, and then you bring on Mount, who went missing in in America. Sterling, Zeno was happy. Zeno's here, with it. don't worry, man. Like Zeno's today. <laughs> Zeno was happy for Sterling. I won. And then you bring on Jack Grealish in the 96th minute. Should have left him. Should have left him on the bench. <laughs> For what? To run. For vibes. So, I mean, I have a concern with, with the FA. I think since since Southgate stumbled his way into the semi-finals, England have pat his back and rubbed his balls ever since. Rather than having the same mentality that other nations have in terms of, alright, we didn't win the World Cup, but we should win the World Cup. And we're going to sack whoever. We're going to change all sorts. And I get it. Some of you, England have done well. England, I get it. It's just not good enough, guys. That's what that's what I'm trying to say here. You lot have rubbed this man's back for too long. As if the Euros wasn't obvious enough. 1-0. Luke Shaw at Wembley. And I was just saying before we, um, we even went on there. If it was any other nation mm. in the finals, in their home ground. Spain, Bernabeu or Newcamp. France, the Prot de France. Um, what was the other team I mentioned? Germany. Germany as well, but we didn't know their ground in it. Alliance of England now. Yeah, so we yeah. said that. If there's any other nation, that game is done and lost. How is it with England with all these players you managed to fumble it? Southgate, my man. This ain't cutting it, bro. Back to the under-21s for you, bro. And I appreciate what he's done. I really did. I appreciate what he's done, but... Guys, I think Southgate is the bridge to this England team. He's not what we need, but he is the bridge. With all these players, sorry, we shouldn't be accepting quarterfinal uh, defeats. I can't lie. We shouldn't even accept the semi-final defeat to, to Croatia. Mm. But we all know why why we was losing. Um, Same with the, the, the Euro. So, you know, 
I forget who's in charge of, of the FA these days, but you lot best best really back up your ideas and examine your options. I want to see Poch. I want to see Tuchel. Mm. I want to see something different. I feel for some of you sort because I don't really give a, give a fuck about England like that, to be honest. But I'm quite happy, to be fair, that um, that England are out, to be fair. Rashford and, and Shaw and that Fridge will back to Manchester and that, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We've got, we got cup tied to prepare ourselves for. But um, anyway, man, yeah. I'll let my man Zeno speak, man Zeno. I feel for you, man, but you know he, he's on the same boat as me on this one. Overall, yeah. Can't lie, from the beginning of this tournament, I had bad vibes. Coming into it, obviously, England had their Nations League group and they finished bottom of it behind Hungary. Italy and Germany and obviously Iran turned out to be the perfect game to raise confidence mm. but as the, looking at the squad selection there were some glaring misses to this day I don't know why Smalling doesn't get picked I get the Stones Maguire has, has brought fruitful um, results but you have to also be quite critical in their, in their assessment of them as a partnership because they're the reason why Croatia beat us you know I think Stones was caught sleeping on the job Maguire didn't cover and um, yeah. Mazzucic squeezed in Scored, even for even for today's game against France, Maguire let um, Giroud run across him, scores the header off his shoulder, you know. But you know, I'm talking about the bigger picture here, and it's that Southgate tactically it w- did not come up with the answers. But we knew that he wasn't tactically able, anyways. Obviously, we've looked at the last two campaigns that he was in charge of, and we look at the Euros of 2020 which will play in 2021, and we then look at the World Cup in 2018, where he was fortunate to play teams that are not at France level, or even Spain or Germany level. You know, in 2018 World Cup, he beat Colombia, then he beat Sweden in the quarterfinals, and then faced Croatia, and still lost to Croatia despite having a lead in that game. Exactly. And then you move on to the Euros, you're thinking, all right, it's all about learning from the mistakes. And they gave off the vibe that they were learning, and then now England realised that actually they had the facilities and the ability to actually win this tournament. And had that vibe throughout. You know, obviously there's some dodgy results in between, like the 0 0 against Scotland in the group stages. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they got out of the group, topped their group, I believe. And then they played against, um, who did they play against before Denmark? They played against Ukraine. I think they might play someone before, but I think they played against Ukraine. Easy 4-0 win. They got Denmark. They got through Denmark in extra time. And you're thinking, okay, Italy in the final. Italy have looked decent. They beat Belgium. Luke Shaw thumps in the volley three minutes in. And you're thinking, all right now. This is just like when Trippier killed the free kick and it gets Croatia in the opening 30 minutes. All we've got to do now is maintain our intensity and do not start to push back. Because guess what? England are not that type of team. They're not a Morocco. They're not a Costa Rica even. They're not, yeah, ironically enough, an Italy team where they have the defensive capabilities of being able to you know, perform a where guard action and defend the whole game successfully. They're not built like that. Hell no, they're not. Which is why Italy grew into the game with that midfield of Verratti, Barella and Jorginho. You know, why would you let them have the ball? Eventually, they're going to grow with confidence and get into the game and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, Italy turned the game around and won it on penalties, of course. And you then know? you fast forward to 2022 quarterfinals against France. Yeah. And when you've and when you've ingested all of that, of what we just said, mm-hmm. you end up in my position where you think, how in the French toast is England going to beat France? How? <laughs> what? Two penalties? We had that. We just aren't lost. What are you talking about? You know what hurts as well about this? You know what hurts as well about this? What's frustrating is that, like I said to you, off air, France, this is not, this is not France's B18. It's more like an A-. France are missing in Cuckoo, Benzema, so... Pogba, Kante, Kipomb. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, this is this is a France for for the taking. You would yep. think, mm-hmm. but when you think about Southgate, and I need to make this really clear because I know some of you are going to say, you know, in in the comments, you know, it's easy to go after Southgate like this and because you because you lost in it, mm. but you need to think it into context. When you've been been handed lucky draws like how you have, mm-hmm. you should be in the greatest position of any England manager where you can learn from your mistakes. We were talking about um, Deschamps. How he learned from his mistakes in, in 2016 when he lost yep. to a really, really dog awful Portugal team, which had Ronaldo off injured. By yep, the way, after like six, seven that minutes. game was gifted to them, similar to how Italy game was gifted to England, as Azina just pointed out. Yep, it was the same thing for France. Mm-hmm. But guess what? A nobody who used to play for Swansea scored a goal. <laughs> but then what happened? Goal, so. But then what happened after that? Shady start in the. In the World Cup, yeah, they won the World Cup. They turned their around. They won the uh, Nations League as well. That's two trophies. Mm, yep. Southgate, Southgate ain't learning. Mm-mm, he's not. You know, no. and 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 you're probably thinking, but why? The why? Why are England still taking two step backs? Do you know why, my my friend? Because Southgate got favourites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got favourites. Think about it. I think this World Cup is probably the the most obvious in terms of favourites. Yep. Yeah. John Johnson's partner. Who has been dog awful for Man United mm-hmm. and for England anyway? To be honest with you, you think? Like I said, I think he's been right for England, which is why he continues to play. Leading up to the World Cup, he was awful. Um, the That's Germany correct. game, the That's Germany correct. game. That's so correct. you know, Southgate yeah. once said that he he don't pick um, um, players based on rep, which is the biggest cap. Yeah, as, 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 as the years have passed, it's become more yeah, more obvious cap. that he's changed his mind clearly. Yeah, cap, cap, you know, <laughs> and and. Mm. You know, hence why Harry Maguire's there. There's a there's a fella called Tomori. You might have heard of him. Plays for AC Milan. You know, won the Scudetto mm-hmm. last season. Champions League. Um, yeah. In my opinion, um, England's best um, centre back. Um, centre back. You might have heard of him. Um, if you didn't, you're probably the reason why why Southgate is in charge because you support him. If you know, if you didn't know about him, but um, <laughs> you know, if if he's there instead of Stones, completely different story. Um, Maguire, not Stones. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's. There's also a player who plays for Southampton, very good, dynamic, just like Benham um, and Rice, um, is a free kick specialist. You might, you might know about him, his name is um, James Woodprowse. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they ain't got um, a, a guy from um, for, uh, Brentford and that, loves to gamble and that, but he's a very good in the box striker called Ivan Tony. But you know, Southgate don't like gamblers, I get it. I mean, some of the Eng- English players smoke, but they don't know mm-hmm. the, the more, more brigade. And yeah. I say all of this because I'm Roma's top goal scorer as well last season. Oops, hit, you know, yeah, apparently, Tammy, Tammy as well. Apparently, yeah. hit a tough run of form. You can't pick someone that's not scoring enough goals. You know, that's what Southgate said in his own words. Yeah, you, you say yeah. that, but you know, a, a boy for Chelsea called Mason Mount got picked, and he's been missing. Yeah. Similar to Sterling, he's been missing. But mm-hmm. you know he scored, so once again, kind of keeps my mouth shut a bit. Yeah. South, Southgate's cool. favourites are damaging the Eng- the England uh, team and the lineup, well, as well as him um, himself. Mm. And when and when you look at the players that have been meant that that have been missing, mm-hmm. they would have done a job in that France team, boy. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know. Every time we look at Harry Kane, he's always drifting out wide, and I get it. It's Wayne Rooney all over again. You, you're such a good finisher that you're also somehow good at having. Um, a great eye, of a, eye for a pass and vision. Mm-hmm. So you now become a a, a cam. Mm-hmm. Kane can do that, but you need someone who's just in the box in Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, we 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 put a decent amount of crosses in, and Tony would have been great for this. Now, see, yeah. you look and say again, 
oh, hindsight, why are you mentioning the players that aren't not on being mentioned? Why it doesn't prove, prove anything? It does because <laughs> because it's based based on the simple merit of principle. We as a nation, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not picking players based on form. We're not. We're picking players based on their performances in previous tournaments. And now you can say it can work, but for me, I've always been one that says that was bullshit. Do you know why? Because the World Cup in Russia was four years ago. So, so why? Yeah, yeah. So why in the hell are you telling me about about that? Maguire's uh, Maguire's goal, uh, Trippier's free kick. Even though Trippier does deserve to be in the squad, I don't care. That was yeah. four years ago. You talk about the Euros. That was two years ago. Well, a year ago technically. A year ago technically. Yeah. What does that got to do with now? You know, Wilson's lucky because he scored a lot of goals and that and tappings, I guess, in, in, in December and he got a call up. Cool, I don't mind that, but keep the same energy for Tony. Why? Because he gambled. Yeah, right, cool. You know, it is what it is. But until we don't get that right, England ain't going nowhere. Nope. Look, look at our rivals, by the way. They don't care. Um, look at Germany. They, um, the guy that scored that the equaliser against Spain, I think. Uh, oh, Nicholas Falkrug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, I'm nobody. Came from what? League 2 something like that. He plays for. Shit, I don't know. Freiburg. I think Freiburg. Exactly. Freiburg are doing quite well in the league this season. Look at, look at, look at the boy for Portugal who scored. Um, Gonzalo uh, Ramos. Uh, uh, to, the, to, the, to the mainstream, he's a nobody. But if yeah, you watch yeah, yeah. your Champions League, innit, like, you know he, he would never be a big score enough goals for Ramos. And, yeah. and even though that's a stretch, but do you get what I'm saying? If that was Southgate. England, we're not doing that. Ronaldo stops. We're not doing that. See what I mean? But um, Southgate will likely stick around, and um, but it's it's a shame. But anyway, back, uh, but back to the game though, because I'm saying all this about England, but you know, oh, we did it again. We did it again. <laughs> My second team. Let me tell you a little something, man. I know, I know you're not hating on me right now. I know, I know. I don't give a fuck about England. I was devastated when, when Brazil lost. You should have seen me. You should have seen me when Brazil lost. <laughs> Telling you. But France being my second team, you know. Can't lie. But from France's point of view, um, Julian Ron, if you're ever hearing this, I can't lie. You, you're, you're on crack, bro. I don't know how you thought England were going to win 1-0. Um, clean sheet, oh, Lord. <laughs> if, now, see, if you're, if you're from Paris or something like that, you're happy, you know. England are a tough team to beat, you know. You know, when they want to be, they 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 will come at you. But for France, it was I won't say business business as, as usual. They were worried at one point, especially after the the penalty. Mm. But they they didn't really look that that troubled. It was almost like they were they were kind of on cruise control, but weren't at their best after their own well. If, if you say, but everyone did their jobs. Drew scored. Dembele had an off game. Killian was was alright. Chumini. We're missing Pogba. Right. Hold, hold my drink. Oh, I score from distance. I did it again. <laughs> that was a goal and a half. No, bloody it was. Um, Varane. Lovely. Do you see me in my Rolls Royce? Mm. <laughs> I know, man. Varane was lovely. Of course, now you're saying, hey, nah, but you, you, you're a United fan. I'm what, man? Nah, but Varane <laughs> was lovely. It was lovely in that game. Oh, it was really? lovely. He was smooth. Unlike his partner. Um, oh, he was very rash, and even even at that, you think, why didn't England go at um, um Mancano, Man, he was terrible. He was, but, yeah. Um, Referee was protecting. Obviously, as we know, he fouled Saka in the build up to the first goal. But he did. The, the ref didn't help England, you know. But again, this this is what I mean by grit. Look mm-hmm. at Argentina, man. Them man are dogs. 
Yeah. The dogs. But the dogs who win. We don't have that. Cool, you're, you're, you're one nil down in the, in, in the, in the first half. Uh, and the refs being a bitch. Fine. But we're going to win. We're going to have the ref help us. But yeah. England ain't got that grit. And it's sad because I was relying on the grit of the of the top teams because they played in, you know, you know your cities, your, your Liverpools and the United, Chelsea, Arsenal. Like that. That was the only grit I was, I was hoping that they would kind of have because they all play for big teams. But... It's, it's it's different when the whole team have it. I'm being serious. Look at look at um, um, Argentina, especially against Holland. You know, mm. two 0 up, two 0 down. But still, you can tell they're willing to die on that pitch. Be be real. That was England. If 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 England if England scored two goals in the quarterfinals at extra time against France, and then they scored two back, England are broken. You can see it. Yeah, that's the, true. The mentality's not there. You swear with Kane, my man. You missed. Mm. Mm. Anywho, where does England go from here? England was quite simple, really. Obviously, the Euros in two years. I think what's difficult about international football is, you know, the call for change when the national team doesn't do well, but they don't understand how long it can take for changes to be applied. Mm. In the case of England, it's it's an interesting one because different countries have different ways of changing their cycle, you know, developing their team as a tournament cycle goes on. Mm. And obviously, normally you have maybe players coming in from the youth team, the under-21s or 23s, and they come up and they start playing more. Or you have players that completely come through the dark, like Nicholas Vorkuk, for example. Mm. You know, who plays with the Bremen? I did find that out. But literally... Two, you know. yeah, but the Bremen are in the Bundesliga. Oh. Yeah, they're in the Bundesliga. But yeah, I have a 20 situation in it. But you have players that do emerge and you can't ignore them, you know? And I think, I understand why Southgate did what he did with the team selection, the squad selection, but it hasn't proven effective. And I think what England need now is a slight overhaul. Of course, I'm talking about identity system. Of course, England's issue... England need an overhaul in in general, to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly, because I think the tactics need to be more clearer. When we watch England, it's hard to, to identify what team they are. Like you said, they are pragmatic. They should be a lot less pragmatic because they don't have the players, you know, the soldiers to carry out a pragmatic system. Or what they do, but they don't get selected. You know what and, I mean? So I, see, I don't know see, what they're trying to be. Which, which knows me about because even that, I feel like we're giving Southgate even too much props because I still don't think he knows his best eleven and doesn't really know what he's Bro, doing. Bro, clearly of, not. Trent is just chilling on the bench. In terms of tactic and style, and, and even that, Trent could have been used in midfield today. Bro, I'll tell you now, and I said this to my little brother as well. He played Trent one game. In his entire time as England manager, he's played Trent once in midfield. He wasn't great. He was, I think he took him for half time or something like that. You've got to give him more minutes there. You've got to start giving him training exactly. and understanding. Because guess what? Trent was a central midfielder before. When he was coming through the ranks at Liverpool, he was a central midfielder. Klopp just said, you know what, I'm playing you right back. We'll see how you get on. He turns out the rest is history, as we know. Of course, he's still exactly. defensively, he's questionable, which is why the field role is suitable for him. Because if you actually mould him in a sense where, you know, okay, just do what you did when you're younger, but of course, make sure you keep your head switched on defensively. The pressure isn't as much as it is when you play on the, as a right back, where you know you have to get back. You know, exactly. sometimes the central midfield, if you have Bellingham, Rice, and then Trent there, at least you know Bellingham and Rice are going to go back and defend. And mm. Trent can be somewhere around, but he will probably come back and defend because that's how your shape would be when you're defending. And I feel like Henderson today, he was on that right side and you can tell he's not comfortable there. He gets the ball, he passes it back off. Trent, 
gets the ball, looks up. He's looking for the pass. He's looking for the cross inside the box. Mm. And all of a sudden, maybe, who knows, Kane might start to remember he's a striker again and he's going to be there. You know what I mean? But ultimately, it's kind of just like... Southgate, his identity is not 100% clear. And also, like he said, he's not his best 11 because boy, oh boy, man. That team that played against France is not England's best 11. All of us know that. You know, exactly. not for this kind of game. It should I mean, be. Not, they should have done not, what the Argentina did against Netherlands. Just not even up. starting Rashford was, was, was laughable. Top scorer, bro. Exactly. Top scorer for England this tournament. No. They feared Rashford, believe it or not. They, they feared the man. So, so to bring him on. I should have thought that. But for but to bring him on for that amount, it's just listen, man. When when you support United and you're used to to show score, you know you're you're used to this with Southgate. Those two are literally the same. I see. It feels it. like it, doesn't it? it really just feels just like no no real identity. You know, big emphasis on vibes. Yeah. You know, just not just not enough tactical nuance. And the game is changing in international football. Most 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 decent. Um, Decent uh, nations know how to play ball. They know how to be compact. They know how to defend. This World Cup has shown that more than any other World Cup, by the way. Some of them are even getting better at pressing. Look at Saudi Arabia and how they beat um, Argentina. Argentina. And then what they did against Poland as well. You know, because let me say this shit. Because even if England, by whatever stretch of the the imagination, if they beat France, oh, we lost. If if they beat in France (laughs) and they somehow played um, Morocco, I would even tell you, look, don't get too excited because doing how Morocco are playing. <laughs> Morocco might even have fun. Clean sheet, clean sheet Morocco. Huh? <laughs> Defense what? Huh? We do need to talk about that game as well, actually, to be honest, at some point. But no, you're literally, man, Morocco have been the shock of the tournament. But boy, we have to remember Saudi Arabia's performances, Japan's performances, South Korea's finesse. Because I can't really finesse the way out of that group. It's, mm. it's, a, it's becoming mm. a much more global um, playing field now. Of course, exactly. we, we have one Africa team in the semi-finals, man. That's never happened before. Exactly. Never so, so you know, so if England played played Morocco, it would have been tough anyway. And Morocco have a density, bro. They know exactly what to do exactly. when they go and, out there. And, and this is my, my point to England: you can't rock up to the World Cup with with uh, with no idea of how to play ball, no good tactical setup, or no identity. You're gonna get rolled over. Mm. Even worse by 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 a, a decent team. Anyway, you get rolled over anyway. Luckily, in England's case, you, you lost to the reigning champion, so it's not too bad. It would have been worse if it was Morocco in the semis. But, uh, yeah, you know, look, so it wouldn't, it couldn't, you, they couldn't face losing to Croatia again, could they? Really, truly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? So Croatia already de- declined in ability, even though this World Cup they found a way to keep winning. You know, England yeah. are meant to be on the up. They have a young squad. But unfortunately, you know, because you know, I say this, I, you know, we do live in the real world. Southgate will likely, you know, be in charge for the next tournament. Correct. But, but Gareth, if I'm, if I'm you, man, Jesus Christ, I, I might need two mirrors. I might need three mirrors to look at. You know, oh, you, you, you need to learn. You, you need to learn from this because even this France game, yeah, if you could have won it, you yep. need to understand. Yep. Yep. Yeah, these players that helped you build your profile mm-hmm. four fucking years ago. Is four fucking years ago. Mm. Let that go. Mm-hmm. This this undying loyalty to Sterling and Mount and a fridge from from Manchester. Stop this. Mm. You know. So hopefully now, I hope he's more aware to. Because I promise you, if you know, if it was Tomori instead of Maguire, Ward Prowse for whichever given moment in in that midfield, Ivan Tony, it's a game changer. I, I've, um, Ivan Tony scores probably four or five goals in in this competition. By the way. You think? I think he does. He's a very good one. He's a good. He's a good pen penalty taker. Very good penalty taker. He actually can score two pens in a game. Exactly. You know. <laughs> you know. 
I think he scored a free kick as well. He, he, yeah, he uh, did this season, yeah. Exactly, so. Yeah, he did. He's good for that and he's good in the box. Why are they not taking? Why? Because he gambled? Yeah. Really? 232 times between the seven and, 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 and don't tell me that ain't the real reason. Come on, man. We're all adults here. We're not, we're not born yet. We can add one and one together, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not stupid. You know. that's, that's why. But really? Oh, oh, oh. So now we have morals? Come on, <laughs> man. Stop, yeah, stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. England, yeah. yeah. But this is what I was saying to you off air. Like, like, mm-hmm. For when we're not even picking the right players, I could not give a shit how England... Go about themselves in the World Cup. Yeah, honestly, um, it's peak. Of course, you're always gonna have like arguments about players not being selected, and that's being, fine. Like, but yeah, but fine. players but that have been some... ignored for so long, it's just it's so glaringly obvious. You know, you called up tomorrow to not even use him. You called up Tony to not, um, to not use him, and didn't pick them anyway to the World Cup. Like why? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Tomorrow's gonna go but, go but pick look Nigeria. at the counterpart. You think the shot has time to do that? He can't do that. Oh, he to win. Oh. This is what I mean, fam. Like, like he's been compromised during this ending of the cycle, anyways, because of the injuries. And exactly. you know, he's he, to be fair, he he probably keep this that core crop anyway. Seeing how you know, seeing how the performance World Cup, how could you not yeah. keep them? You, you know? know, especially if you're tubing in that goal, you're thinking Pogba done that. Pogba needs to not prove himself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's you know, because now look, this is what I mean. Pogba and Kante. But um, Kante's been. Do you mean I've been impressed with this whole tournament, man? He he's such a good player, man. And it's crazy because yeah, he doesn't, even start, talking, doesn't yeah. even start from Madrid like that, which is. Sweet, that. No, he doesn't really. No. Yeah, I've seen him play a lot of games. Every time I see Madrid, he's played. He started. Mm. He started the Madrid derby, for example, and he assisted. I think. I forgot who scored. Was it Rodrigo? Was it a jugal? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he, he, but still, the more games that come in, that's for sure. Still, yeah, yeah, I'm wrong actually. No, um, he, he does start from Madrid. After but, what, how much did they buy him for? Flipping hell. But for that, <laughs> yeah, but for that and for France, and he's playing so well. That goal, by the way, I'm, I'm watching that again. That, it's quality, that, man. It's gorgeous. It's quality. Can Declan Rice do that? <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so, see, that's the thing about the England midfield. I hate that midfield because it's just not dynamic enough, man. Yes, there's a lot of ball winners and, and, and players with energy, but there's no creativity. Only Bellingham. Only yeah, Bellingham. but he, even for me, like, I, I'm, I've been impressed with his dribbling. But, you know, as we were saying, if... Because Foden is not a... He's not a wide player, all right? Nope. All right? Pep can do it because Pep is a go. Okay, he can do that. Southgate is not a go. You play him as a number 10, man. That's his position, yeah. you know. If, if you play Mount there, why the hell can't you, can't you play Folder? Mm-hmm. You know, because he's got yeah. dribbling. But still, that's not his main game. It's the vision. Mm-hmm. You know, even his finishing, that's new to him. Because he only scored that many goals back um, back when first burst onto the scene. Yeah, now yeah, he's scoring yeah. goals for fun. Hat trick against United. Fam. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, I'm fucking mention that. But I mean, best, best example, bro. Finishing was on point. <laughs> no, I'm saying, um, I didn't watch that game. But anyway, I made um, him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, so. Greenish as well, and Rashford, yeah, man. You know, it was criminal how you how you've been using Grealish and Rashford. To be honest, I know Rashford has started games, but even Grealish, man, Grealish has been underused. Yeah, yeah. Ah, right, cool. He's been out of form for City, but are we in a position to not really be picking players like, like that? Come on, man. He, he literally, Maguire's been out of form the whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He's, he like, started like, every single like, come on, game, man. but um, I believe. You know, but I don't think I'm wrong. I think most of you will, will agree, but um, Southgate will remain in charge. But guys, listen, if I'm you, I think this heartbreak's worse than the Iceland and the other ones because at least with the, at least with the Iceland ones, you know, we're we're dog shit, so so we are expected to lose in a, in a bad way. But this way, it's like where you know we could win it, but we don't. That would well, that would upset me more. You know, I know some England fans support like 
lower league team, so this is as good as it gets for them. <laughs> you know, but for you know, English fans who support you know win- winning teams and whatnot. Um, Someone saying in the background, but he's putting that dick in. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I ain't really here for that. You know, England should have won the Euros. They didn't. They should have won the. Well, they should be the Euros. You know, the stages of the World Cup. It's not in time, man. It's 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 it's, not, it's a factor. If you look at the players, you you don't mess around, man. This is World Cup. Doesn't get any any better than this. Doesn't get more tense than this. You saw Argentina and 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 Holland. Yeah, man. This is this is yeah. This is this is big stakes here. Mm. But uh, I've said everything that I needed to say. Okay, yeah, man. You know. Summarise it. The game itself was, it was tough because, you know, you can see the two sides were evenly matched. You know, England, if they made the right decisions from the managerial level, on a Kane level, obviously, and also on the player and tactical level, then we would have been able to have made more of a difference. But, you know, as much as it prevailed... The performance was one that can be encouraging, but one that will make you think, what if? What if Matt Safi actually changed to a different shape that brought out the maximum best out of the players? What if we not only just focused on stopping Mbappe, which, you know, they were kind of successful in. Mbappe was pretty quiet, as well as Dembele. Because I was worried they were going to forget about Dembele. Yeah. You know, but Dembele didn't turn up fully. Mbappe wasn't all that. Giroud made the difference. (laughs) And I know they forgot about Giroud. Anyways, um, it literally... Oh, I'm back again. I scored a header. <laughs> what goes on Reed? You know what I mean? The top best score in French football history. It's ridiculous. And obviously the performance will, like I said, will make England wish that more risks were taken. Saka shouldn't have been taken off. Of course, I, he wasn't the, the best player on the pitch, but he was making things happen, along with Foden. Actually, actually let, me, let, let, let me end it for me with this shit. Okay. But if I was in charge of England, I would set up a, um, a line-up where, even probably with 4 for 3 or 4 or 4 2, two but I would emphasise... 4 two, 2 I would emphasise the attacking two. threat of England, because England have at least 6-plus great attacking players and you can fit them this all in this is cup football this ain't the league you know okay? it ain't a marathon it's about progressing to the next round finding a way do you think we as a nation would care if we, if we had beaten England um, beaten France 4-3 uh, 5-4 we wouldn't have cared we, we, we progressed and we scored a hell of a lot of goals and we could enterprising entertaining. that's fine it's cup football mm-hmm. we care about the World Cup we care about winning the World Cup I mean mm-hmm. you look at this team and even though England can have a better defence than what is presented in front of us, mm-hmm. when you look at that team, how could you not go at teams? England, at their best, when they're attacking teams, are one of the best teams in the world. No, r- rarely a few teams, apart from France, Brazil, and Argentina, can actually compete on that level in terms of throwing the kitchen sink. No team can compete with England. Well, so in Netherlands, and they could too, when they have Beko stop front and they just boot the ball to him. Exactly. <laughs> So, but you're right, man. But with Southgate, he don't want to do that. Fine. So we put you so quarterfinal defeats to France. Oh, yeah. you know, Croatia, Italy, and I don't think I'm wrong. Where you look at the times we've been knocked out, and it's we were so close. Why do we allow it to get to this stage? And for Kane to a penalty for it to be the deciding. Look, man. At least we know if Southgate ever manages in the league, in there, he'll, he'll be he'll be one of those guys. Oh wait, it? we've seen man- Southgate manage in the league, though, haven't we? At exactly. Middlesbrough. But but when it's mm. but when it's got the relegated for the record. But when it's World Cup, if you can win the World Cup by being by being compact and, and winning offset pieces like how Greece did back in two thousand four. <laughs> oh yeah. How are England different in terms of just throwing the kitchen sink? Right. 
Of course, people might say, when's the last time a, a team won a World Cup before in the kitchen sinking every game? But I'll be honest, it's better to do that because it maximises our England's potential. Exactly. Um, I'm saying this based on the evidence that England don't have enough playmakers and defensive minded players. Mm-hmm. We have players who are good at putting the ball at, at the back of the net. So you mm-hmm. create a tactic. And this, and this has kind of been the thing with um, international football, which I don't get when, mm-hmm. when managers complain that they have too many players in one position. So you create... A, a tactic where you put all of your where you fit all your best players on the pitch and, yep. and, and in England's case we have so many good forward players mm-hmm. so you play a 4-4-2 and mm-hmm. you have two box to box midfielders in Declan Rice and, and Bellingham mm-hmm. as you already see now but rather than playing being conservative listen I would have no problem if England lost 2-1 to France but they threw the kids and sink at them mm. you know there was an emphasis in getting forward Mm. Getting forward, we lose the ball. We 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 win the ball high, high up the off the pitch. If they if they hit us on the break, we run back and defend for our lives. Mm-hmm. But when we get the ball, we just run at them. We run at them. That mm. that France team, by the way, can still be got at. We just never did it. It, it showed but, in the match, but, man. You know, France were vulnerable. Exactly. Were but if we had done that and France won off of their chances that, that we created, fair play. I won't even say anything. Oh, right, cool. We. You know, we, we threw the sink at them, but, you know, France put the ball in the back of that we didn't. That's all, but that's life. No one won't say anything. So, okay. Instead, it's, oh, we we best not concede. You can't have mm-hmm. that mentality in cup football. You can no. in league football, you know, yeah. a, a, a point, I guess, isn't it? To make a point. Mm-hmm. So, I did that. But in cup football, it's about winning. So, allowing France to score, even though, to be fair, that was a very good, good, good goal, didn't it? But, but you allowed it anyway, and, and I get it. Uh, the ref didn't help because it was a foul leading up to. I get all that, but we're not blaming the ref for this one. We're past that. Mm. But from when that happened, go at them. You ever play football manager? You know, you play football manager. You, you know, you, you got to sit on positive, and you know the team they playing against. You know, you, you score first, and then you think, all right, cool, fuck it. We're gonna put it on the tap. We're gonna throw the kid in the sink. It's kind of like that, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to be, yeah. You have to be proactive, not not reactive. And you know, again, I was saying this to someone else off um, leading up to this. That for France, France will take that any day. That's what mm-hmm. France. France didn't need to be England at their best. They didn't need to because they knew that they'll have the ball and the one yeah. two and, and the one two passes and, and the quick movement and Rabiot. They did well as well. To be fair. You know, he broke up a lot of play there. Um, yeah, tremendous. So, um, you know, They're all the fools who thought that England's midfield was better than France. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> Fully, man. Anyway, I'm done. Go on, you know. Yeah, man. So, all in all, it was a performance that will make everyone that supports England wonder what if. And it was the harsh reality of France being more experienced and a more understanding of these big pressure moments that proved the difference. Came messing the penalty will be the thing that's on everyone's minds, but you've got to think of the bigger picture. Southgate just didn't put the system out there designed to beat France. Rather, rather it was a system designed to contain them. You know, all in all, it was a completely different performance in the other quarter final. Of course, we have to talk about that still. You know, um, I think I'll we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But overall, Portugal will see this as an opportunity missed. How can you not see his opportunity missed? You know, Morocco. No offence to Morocco. You know how everyone seems to look down on African teams. A lot of people would have thought they would have been the favourites to um, go through. But, man, Morocco have proven a lot of countries wrong. They topped their group. <laughs> you know, beating Belgium in the process 2-0. You know, beat Spain in the penalties. You know, Spain didn't even look like scoring throughout that game. And once again, they kept another clean sheet and beating Portugal by goal to nil. Yusuf and Nezri scoring at the end, by the end of the first half. Fixed another mistake from Diogo Costa. 
you know, obviously I know that United, as well as Chelsea, were linked to the guy, but I don't know if those links are still there because he's proven this tournament that he might not be all of that. Nonetheless, Portugal still have the players to make the comeback. And it just didn't it just didn't happen. They just didn't create enough. Morocco were just way too solid. And maybe with Portugal it's a similar situation to England. They have the players. You know, of course they've got more defensive quality and more quality in those midfield areas. But they have a they have a lot of talented forwards, a lot of talented wingers. You know, Leal hasn't started a single game this tournament, which tells you enough. Rafael Leal won Serie A player of the season. You know, and he made a difference when he came on, and I don't know why he started. He didn't start, you know, playing Bruno right wing. He's better off playing in the midfield. But all in all, it was a performance that will have everyone be wondering what if once again, Morocco though have made history. The first ever, first ever African team to make the semi-finals. You know, no one probably expected that this would be the tournament. But you know, Cameroon, Senegal, Ghana, especially Ghana, all came before and came close. To reaching the promised land of the semi-finals. But here we are now. Africa team is going to finish in the top four in the world. You know. But now the job isn't done yet. Morocco have played, are going to play against France. And I don't know what would have been more tough for them to play against France. Or to play against Portugal. But you're going to have to say France. Because despite them missing a few key players. They are the defending champions for a reason. You know. That quality in depth hasn't proven to. Um, that quality in depth has proven important for them so far. You know. Despite certain players like Open Makanda's performance. You know, despite that, they found a way to win against England. I forgot to win your hat, you know. Lol, <laughs> guess like that. It's comfortable. Isn't it? You know, yeah, it just most to shape your head. But yeah, all in all, Portugal. Fernando Santos. Surely this is the end for him now. He's 68 years old. He is probably the most successful and greatest manager in their history, winning the Nations League and the Euros. You know, but I think his time is done. It's time to get a more younger, more um, proactive coach. You know, something that England should maybe think about doing. Nonetheless, they need to get a coach to uh, maybe freshen things up a bit. Ronaldo, it might be the end for him. He's saying he might play the Euros, but the way he's been declining, the way he's been declining, Ronaldo, he might not even make the squad for the Euros. Yes, I said it. I don't give a sh. I don't care, man. The way he's declined this season. Hopefully, he proves me and everyone else wrong and he regains his form. But right now, it's not looking good for my guy. He walked off with tears in his eyes and he was crying hard. He knows this was his last chance and there's no World Cup for him and he knows that. People are always going to just point to the fact that Messi's still in it. It's not about that anymore. It's about Ronaldo's legacy and fortunately World Cup might not be there to be, to be taking the place in his mantelpiece. But all in all, Morocco deserved this. Morocco, unlike England, know what they're going to do before games. They know that they're not, they're going, to be, they're not going to dominate the board. They know they're going to have to sit back and defend and work extremely hard. You know, The team is typified by Sofian Amrabat who almost joined Tottenham in the summer. You know, his dynamic midfield play has proved essential to their to their performances this tournament, as well as Enesri's ability to take chances. You know, you know he's not getting many of them, despite his poor form for Sevilla over the last two seasons there, despite having a 24-goal season about two years ago. And literally, despite that, this, this, yeah, despite that, despite that, it's literally just Morocco finding a way. A lot of African teams seem to lack what Morocco have right now, and that's that grit and that determination to perform and to get find a way to win. Nigeria noticeably lacked that determination, and so do Ivory Coast, and Ghana have most of the time as well. So everyone might have thought it would have been the rest African side that was going to do this and become the first semi-final team in African football history at the World Cup. It hasn't proven to be the case. And even if we thought North Africa, we wouldn't have fought Morocco, we would have fought Egypt, because they've won the African Cup of Nations more times than anyone else. 
and they've, but they've always never turned up at World Cups. So it's just good to see now that, you know, finally, Africa has properly arrived on the world stage in the sense that, of course, it might not have been in the beautiful way we all imagined, but they did it in a way that proved successful for them. And now you got people like um, Amwa, AK Bones, saying stuff like, Morocco's the face of Africa. We need to calm down on that. I'm going to tell him through this, you need to calm down, Bones, because, <laughs> listen, Morocco has just been the best performing team in Africa, but doesn't mean they're the face. All right, Senegal are the champions of Africa, you know, Egypt are the most successful in Africa, but Morocco now have this, and they should protect this with all their chest and all their might. This is a fantastic performance from them. But Portugal would be very disappointed. It was a terrible performance. I don't know what it is about Morocco neutralising these opponents, but to, keep, but to keep consecutive clean sheets about, against Spain and Portugal, and something to be admired of, something to be really, really happy about. And it shows that, and I always the, mention the, this. see the simplicity in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the game, I fell asleep, I know, shame on me. No. I didn't, but um, if you, if you, if you see the simplicity in this, it's, mm -hmm. you know, the Moroccan players and how they're set up, they can keep a clean sheet. They don't, they don't need to, unlike England, they don't need to really hit teams on, on the break and, and, and overwhelm your position. Mm-hmm. They can't. They have the ability to. They can. They can soak up so much pressure. Mm. They can this and they can just unleash it. You just fly. Exactly. They're very good counter-attacking team. You know. Let's not get that twisted. Yeah, That's you, how they did it. We have Kimi Buffal and there are a lot of players I'm missing. By the way, Kimi Buffal, so, Ziyech, and Nezri. Exactly. Unahi in midfield has been excellent. Amrabat. Yeah. Boy. So when you have teams that are just. Um, we have a, a team that's very that's very skilled at breaking, and you can mm -hmm. tell by the way how they break. It's, it's drilled into them. Mm -hmm. Exactly, they you can, can tell. They can do this to the final. So if you're mm -hmm. if you're Morocco going up against France, keep this same energy. You have to you man. keep that same energy. Give uh, France give France the ball. Rely on your on your defense, and they head down on the break. You pull mm -hmm. it pull it an upset, and then once you do that, final you're, the World you're Cup in the man. finals. Oh, we lost. How could it be? So I could so, but then you then got Morocco in the finals, and you know against a gritty Argentina and a very dog, dog like Croatia. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, so imagine um, Morocco um, Croatia final. That would not be it. I'd watch it, but that that is that is not it. Who's, I'm, who's I'm the miserable. biggest dog? <laughs> I'm miserable if Croatia wins. Who wants to see? Who's happy if Croatia win? Apart from Croatians, who cares? <laughs> I would. I'll be devastated if they win it. I feel you, you know. I feel yeah. you. I feel you. This is this is where we are, though. I think Argentina will beat Croatia, but I don't know. I don't want to say anything now. Yeah, cool, exactly. Cool slipping. So I don't know who's going to win that. That's from Morocco. Hamza, long time I ain't seen since school. I'm glad you're happy and that. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I was thinking of him. I was thinking, who do I know that's Moroccan? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah Hamza's from secondary school. Yeah, he's, he's celebrating. And, um, he's gassed right now. He, he's celebrating down at um, Edge Road. <laughs> no, I think it was a, it's a square. Somewhere okay. in the city. But yeah, overall, man, it's just I'm happy to see Africa well represented, and it shows that if you keep it in the in the bloodline, if you just get a guy from your country to manage your country, big things can happen. Walid, Rega, I want to say second name, I'm going to call him Walid. Walid, <laughs> Regogui, I think it is. He is Moroccan, so he understands it. It's that simple. Nigeria, I'm sorry, I'm saying this now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we sacked our coach after he performed crap in the African Cup of Nations. That's cool. As long as we play with another Nigerian guy. Because guess what? Nigeria were the most successful when Stephen Keshi was there. We won the African Cup of Nations back in 2013. But no, yeah. we got some Portuguese guy. We had a friendly against Portugal. And of course, he made sure Nigeria was set up to sit down there and let Portugal score as many goals as they like. And they won 4-0. Why am I not surprised? Who is this guy even? I forgot his damn name. No, anyways, that's not the point. But it is the point. 
<laughs> you know, it helps, you know, having a united front by having everyone coming from the same place, you know, or at least have a manager that can make you feel like that, which is why I feel like the Saudi Arabia manager, Herb Lard, managed to do really well. Ironically, he's had a great career in African football as well, winning the African Cup of Nations. I think I mentioned this in another episode. Winning the African Cup of Nations with Zambia and Ivory Coast. So... It's just one of those ones there, but Morocco are out here and they're representing Africa and let's see how far they can go. But, you gonna, you gonna say something? Uh, no, no. I thought you were going to say something, but no, yeah. I think we're going to end it here. This is probably the longest episode in ZFL history. If you guys reached all the way to the end, respect to you guys. I wish I could give you something, but I can't. But, you know, be sure to subscribe if you haven't. Be sure to like the video. You know, and check out the other videos, you know. This might be only be the third episode of the Zero Podcast, but there's about 66 episodes of Mini Logic. So if you haven't listened to Mini Football Logic, be sure to check that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get me on as often as that, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, because of course we had a plan to have Dookie here for almost every single episode this World Cup. It hasn't happened. But he's, he's a busy man. You know, it is what it is. You know, but um, yeah. Nonetheless, hope you guys enjoyed. And yeah. We'll catch you guys in the next episode of the ZFR Podcast. <laughs>